drink it in, man. Oh, Darius, how big are you, young man? How big are you? Drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. We told you we'd come back this week with this, uh, another part of the 2018 schedule. So this is your boy Oakry, and I've got Michael Grifka. Grifka on the other end of the line. Griff, what's going on? Hey, same old, same old. Stuff to talk about the Lions. Yes, sir, man. That's what we're here for on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. So um, we've got uh, OTAs and mini camps going on. And Grifka, we left off right after the bye week. So I'm not going to waste any time. I think that's what people love about this podcast is we don't talk about our day. We don't complain about what's going on at work. We don't talk about our favorite food. We talk football and we talk Lions football. So Grifka, we're coming off the bye week and we're heading down to Miami, to Miami, to play the Dolphins. Um I'm just going to let you dive right in. What are you thinking about this game? And, and give me a prediction. Well, this game is going to be big for them. I mean, I believe after the first part, we had them coming at uh, three and two. So they're getting a bye week. They get a little healthy. I realize the, the bye week's early this year for them. But uh, I know if this, if this game was later in the year, I'd be a little more worried about it. But, I mean, it's mid-October. So it, it's still, I mean, it's a little cooler in Michigan, but it's still not, it's, it's still warm in South Miami. But, uh this game's very winnable for him. I don't think Miami's going to be that great a team again this year. I mean, I know Ryan Tannehill is coming back, and that was guy showing. He was showing a little promise a couple years ago, and then last year he was hurt, so they're going with Jay Cutler. But Tannehill will be back. Um, they, they lost their best wide receiver. I mean, they got an okay defense, but this is one of those games where I believe um, the Lions will have enough to pull this one out. Um, not no, I don't think it's going to be like a squeaker or anything like that, but I think they'll probably win at least by a touchdown. Nice. So you got a victory. Uh, when I look at it too, like one of the things I look at with the Lions schedule a lot is, man, I just love right when it comes out, I'm looking at where are the good weather games? Um, where can they sling the ball around? Where uh, are we playing some teams that just don't have these uh, top-notch defensive studs, especially on the line coming after the quarterback. So um, when I, when I look at the dolphins, I just kind of say they got a lot of young pieces kind of on both sides of the football got rid of Landry, who was kind of like their chain mover and their, their playmaker on offense. So I think we just come in on this one and, uh, you know, sling it around a little bit, get a lead, um, turn to that running game, which hopefully is cooking by the bye week coming off the bye week there. And, uh, like you said, probably, uh, you know, I'd love to see a win by, by 10 or more, but, um, give me a touchdown victory or more in another road game. I'd be happy. So, um, I'm talking up, this is a victory too. When we finish up that one, Griff, we're heading, uh, heading back home to Detroit and, uh, it's going to be a tough one. We've got, uh, Seahawks coming to Detroit. Um, used to kind of have just a total, um, you know, just a makeup of uh, smashing in the mouth. I think they've just been changing to kind of giving Russell Wilson the ball and, and letting him lead this team. So um, kind of fell off a little bit last year, but I kind of always just chalk them up as a, a top-notch football team. Uh, where you see the Seahawks this year, especially coming to Detroit, should be rowdy. Um, what do you think about this ball game? This is one of those games where those where we talk about how the East Coast teams traveling West struggle with those the 4 o'clock games. This is uh, this being a one o'clock game. I think is definitely a big plus for Detroit. It's at home. I mean, it's Seattle. They'll be hyped to play them, but um, it's one of those games where those West Coast teams don't travel as well east for the one o'clock games. 
like I said, if it was four o'clock game, I'd, I'd, I'd be a little more worried. But uh, this one, I think the Lions are going to pull it out simply because, I mean, this isn't the Seahawks team from a few years ago. It really isn't. I, I, I know they've done some stuff to improve the offensive line, but it's still a little suspect. Um, they've lost a few players on that defense. The Legion of Boom isn't what it used to be. I mean, I think that's one of those things where people are still kind of remembering the glory days from, you know, a few years ago where that defense was just top-notch and shutting everybody down. I don't think it's the same defense. I think the Lions are going to be able to move the ball on them. Um, Offensive-wise, I mean, the biggest thing generally with guys like Russell Wilson is keeping the guy in the pocket. The guy makes plays when he's when he's able to move, run, run around a little bit, you know, get free. If you can keep him in the pocket, um, you can kind of um, you'll be able to manage what he does. Um, still, I mean, the running game out there, I mean, it's okay. But once again, I think everything hinges on that Seattle offensive line. Um, so once again, I, I think the lines, it'll be a tough game, but I can, I can see this as another, um, you know, probably three to six point win for him. I don't know if it's going to take a Matt Stafford late drive or anything like that, but I could see him winning by, you know, six, seven points in this game. So I would talk this one up as a W as well. Okay. Now to come back on you with a couple of things, I mean, I agree with you on the defensive side. Like you say, um, some of their playmakers are either getting older or gone, but, uh, you know, they still have quite a few players uh, on that defense, starting with Wagner in the middle. Um, you know, I don't know what Chancellor's story is, but, uh, you know, they still got some, some top-notch safeties. Um, and uh, the one thing that I just feel – that might come up and and surprise some teams this year is the Seattle offense. You got you got Wilson. You talked about the maybe improved offensive line. They're putting Rashad Penny back there, who to me is kind of a do everything, um, just to kind of almost a workhorse back. And then they also have Procise, who's a pass catcher out of the backfield. And then people, I think, I'm, I'm trying to think of all their receivers. I've I've like always liked Tyler Lockett. I always thought he was ready for a breakout. It's never happened, and now I feel like he has the opportunity to maybe make more plays guy was incredible in college and has shown flashes so I think this game could turn out to be a crazy shootout and it might come down to Stafford versus Russ at the end of the game who's gonna make the final play or who's gonna win it and uh man I mean we love number nine here in Detroit but it's hard to it's hard to argue against what Russell Wilson does what he's made of and uh the fact that he just he just makes schoolyard plays out there on the football field so um I got to think about my prediction here on this one. Um, it's going to be tough. I'm uh, uh, I'm going to chalk it up as a victory as well, just because it's a home game. But uh, man, I think it's going to both either be a squeaker or uh, you're going to need some late game magic, either on the offense or the defensive side of the ball to sneak out with a W. So, um, you know, here where you're coming from, but I, I don't want to sell, sell this offense or maybe even this defense short because they always seem to find pass rushers too all over the place. But like like I said, though, I mean, it being a one o'clock start, it seems that those West Coast teams come in East for those one o'clock starts. They, they walk, they sleep to walk through that first quarter and a half. So if Detroit can throw some points up early, I don't know if, well, like I said, maybe hang on. I mean, I, I'd be a little more. I, I, I'm worried about it. I'm not saying Seattle can't win it, but I think if it was a four o'clock game, it would be a lot tougher for Detroit. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but um, yeah. I, I believe it being like a one o'clock start. That, that Seattle team is just going to be a little slow start starting where Detroit needs to jump on them early and, like, right. yeah, maybe hang on at the end. But like I said, right. I mean, uh, we both kind of agreed this being a W. I mean, why don't, we, why don't we just move to the next week and let's talk about, you know, you know, going up to Minnesota and trying to defeat the Vikings again like we did last year up there. 
What do you think about this game, Derek? Oh man, absolutely. Uh, this is gonna this is gonna be a tough one. Um, man, the, the the Minnesota Vikings actually came out of nowhere last year. I mean, when they had uh, Case Keenum in there, I was chalking him up for ten losses. I mean, this guy's been terrible. He had the year of his life. Then they're finding playmakers like Adam Thielen. I mean, remind me of Mike Furry days with him running around making plays. I just couldn't <laughs> Mike believe it. All, Furry <laughs> all, all year long, it was just ridiculous. And then, oh by the way, their top running back goes out. They just keep cooking with terrible Latavius Murray. Like, I I just don't get it. But um. You know, Mike Zimmer always has a ridiculous defense. It always seems like he doesn't have a ton of, like, athletic freaks, but his defense is ever, all the way back to, like, uh, you know, Cincinnati. Wasn't he with the Cowboys before? He just always seems to be, like, at a top level when it comes to defense. And, like, I felt like they had another good draft. I feel like, you know, I'm not a top fan of Kirk Cousins, but – I mean, he's got to be way better than uh, Case Keenum ever thought to be, even though he had, like I say, just uh, found the lucky clover last year and made it happen. So, um, you know, I'm really hoping for a big regression from Minnesota, but just looking at it on paper, their defense, Dalvin Cook back, they got a quarterback, you know, they do have some weapons on the outside. Um, You know, I just don't see us getting it on the road, and I know that's kind of chalk, like most people say that, but – you got to prove it to me first so they can go on the road and win these type of games. November 4th, I mean, you really need this to kind of, you know, we're, we're right at the hump. I have to look back at where we're at as far as wins and losses, but we're right at the hump here where you win this game. I mean, you are really rolling at that point. You lose it, you're kind of in that middle ground. So uh, would I love a win? Of course, but I just got to chalk this up as a loss just based on last year, the draft, the team they have coming and just, us needing to do it in a big time game. See, I listening to you, I agree with a lot of your points. I don't know what it is. Me personally, I think myself when I sit back as a fan, as a, as a Lions fan, I pretty much can't stand any other team in the division, but it seems like the Vikings always get little respect, you know, from, you know, other teams fans from, you know, the sporting the, the sporting talking heads, you know, on ESPN and the NFL Network seems like it's always Green Bay, and, like, even if Chicago makes one move, they, like, hype up Chicago. But Minnesota is always kind of like the forgotten team in this division, you know, right in front of Detroit. But I agree with you on that. It seems like their defense is stout. I mean, their defense is going to win them games again this year. And, like you said, they I don't – when they had, when their quarterback went out last year, I'm like, oh, man, this team's in the toilet. I don't know what's happening to them. You know, they're going to be terrible. The lines are rolled over them twice. But then somehow they found magic in Case Keenum. Um not sure why they dumped him, to be honest to you, to go get Kirk Cousins. I can't understand what Washington didn't see in him where they wouldn't give this guy a contract. Um, that's that's why I'm still, like, really not sold on him. I, I can't understand why the whole organization gave him, you know, okay, yeah, we'll franchise, hell, yeah, we'll franchise, yeah. They just keep going along. But they, the guy was winning them games. Maybe it's because they – maybe because he is just a, a game manager or something like that. He wasn't going out and just throwing up mad numbers and – he, you know, he'd, he'd lead Washington to a game-winning drive every once in a while, but he just wasn't putting up these crazy stats or anything like that. Maybe he doesn't pass the eye, te- eye test. But still, the heart of this team is going to be that stout defense like you were talking about. They fly around the ball. They lock down on corners. I mean, they're tough to run against. And this is going to be one, like last year, if Detroit was amazing. If Detroit was happened to go up there and win that, you know, this one, I would be ecstatic. But – I think they got a little lucky last year. I mean, yeah, they, they made the plays where Minnesota didn't. Yeah, they lost to Alvin Cook, but still that 
that fumble at the end of last year where Thielen fumbled it after um Glover, you know, caused it. You know, that's that's how they won the game. They just kept it close. But this year, like I said, I, I can't see it. I mean, I would chalk this one up for a loss. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to get blown out, but I don't think Minnesota, you know, late in the game is going to have to worry about Matt Stafford driving them down the field for the W. Maybe that's just, uh, you know, me not thinking because I know they went up to Minnesota the last two years and one, but for some odd reason, I just don't see it this year. I'm chalking this one up to a lot as a loss as well. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say, man. It's like, you know, we've been able to go up there, and every time we go up there, I think, hey, man, Minnesota inside, uh, you know, even with their tough defense, we should have a chance. I remember even last year I was telling a few buddies, like, I was trying to tout Amir Abdullah, and he wasn't doing anything, and then he showed up real big in that game. I think it was at Minnesota. They just kept pounding it to Amir up the middle. I think he was at, like, 80 yards, 85 yards through the third quarter, and then he comes up playing with some injury and goes out or whatever. So, um Totally agree on the defense, but man, every time we go there, I don't feel like, you know, we're going to Lambeau in December. I feel like we have a chance, but so me and you have been in lockstep. I just want to do a quick review for the people that are um, just picking us up on this podcast or the ones that listened last time. So we, we had the Jets as a victory. Um, I believe, uh, what did we have with San Francisco? Fresh my memory there. I think we both had them winning, to be honest with you. It was about, that was yeah. one of those tight games, but we had them winning. Yeah, uh, came home with a loss against the uh, Patriots. Um, I think we differed on the Dallas game, didn't we? I had a loss down in Dallas. I think you had no, a victory. Didn't you? No, I had a loss as well because we, we, well? we, we had a long discussion on that one. Okay, <laughs> I talked you talked you into that one. Okay, and then uh, and then I uh, we had I think we both we, we we both got the Packers at home with the W, and here we are. Um, so that put us at uh, three and two. And we've got a victory over the Dolphins, a, um, a victory against Seattle. Yep, and then a loss in uh, in Minnesota. That's so five and um, puts us at five. five and three. Turn in the corner yep. here. Uh, Monday night. F- uh, nope. Sorry. Uh, we are heading to uh, Chicago against the Bears, the team that's getting all the love this year in the uh, in the media. Everyone just loves this football team. Grifka, I could tee this up, but I might as well just let you go, and I'll sit back for five minutes because I know you got plenty of takes on the <laughs> Chicago Bears, how how great their team is, and how great this quarterback and all their <laughs> skill players are. One, two, three, go. Once again, like you said, the Bears they make two moves, and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, the monsters of the midway are back." Mitchell Trubisky is the second coming of. Who? McMahon? Who's who's the last great quarterback they had? What, Jake Cutler? I mean, all of a sudden, this team's awesome again. Oh, gosh, they got a stud running back. The next Walter Payton or Neil Anderson or whatever. Oh, they're wide receivers. They they got, like, Willie Galt out there and Brandon Marsh. It doesn't matter. Whoever they sign it, you know, the media tells these guys as huge people. They're great. They're turning the corner. They're back. They're back. Yada, da, yada, da. But, no, I still think it's the same thing. I don't. I think Trubinsky is still – he's still learning. I mean, the so the Lions always some reason for Soldier Field. Even like no matter how crappy the Bears are, it seems like the Lions just go there and struggle. It's like one of those things where like the Lions just have they should have they should overwhelm them with talent, but they always either eke out a win or somehow you know Chicago is able to like just run all over them and you know and score a bunch of points and you know Detroit put lays another egg. I can't understand it. Maybe it's just because it's a divisional rival. But personally, I think Detroit should have more talent on the field this year. Even though the game is in early November, it's going to be a you know t- you know cold weather game. 
but I have to put this one up as a W for Detroit. Maybe that's just me playing with my heart, but I think Detroit's just going to have more talent. I got this one as a W. I mean, it'll be close. Another one of those three point games, like like usual. But this one's a W in my book. <laughs> All right. Well, sounds good. Uh, I uh, man, the last probably four plus years it's like every time i see chicago on the schedule i just chalk it up as a w and i just think oh man great we get we get a division win and we can beat up on these fools and pretty much for the most part it's happened um but i'm gonna go against you a little bit on this one like for some reason you know i know they're getting the pub i know it's uh the second city it's the this it's the that but um looking at their roster and looking at some of the things they've done uh I, I kind of like what they've done, unfortunately, and I like their draft, which is a pain. Like, I always hate when I like other teams in our division's draft, but I feel like the Bears, I feel, um, you know, I didn't like it when they took Trubisky, but now coming into his second year with some of the weapons they've given him, the offensive line help, um, you know, I love uh, Roquan in the middle of their defense, you know, some of their their guys up front uh you know even have some guys out on the edge some corners and stuff that can do some things so for some reason i i'm gonna have to make this the first game that we differ on and say like you said in 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 what you were mentioning that um you know there are times where we have the better football team we're going to chicago and we just don't show up we can't move the football we turn the ball over terribly and and take a loss for some reason i'm just thinking this game in mid-november is something fluky is going to happen and we're going to be looking back going, how did we go to Chicago and lose against, uh, against that team? Or, like I say, there's part of me that thinks they might get cooking better than people think and be uh, kind of an explosive offense and kind of a decent football team that we're not used to. So um, I'm going to put this as a, a tough road game and, you know, one that unfortunately I hate when our team says, oh, you know, we didn't we didn't get beat. We lost it. Or, you know, we lost the game, but I feel like that'll probably be the truth of it is Chicago will play well, but we'll do one or two things that are just inexcusable and cost itself a football game. Okay. So that's our first differ of the year. So, uh, you know, okay. Hate to do it, but, uh, like you say, just, uh, think that it might be, uh, one of those, one of those games, as yeah. we've said in the past, uh, more than we'd like to say. Well, I, I think maybe even the next game we may differ on it too. When we, uh, we get a we get back home. We get to play uh, the Panthers on the 18th. What do you think about this game? Panthers at home, uh, man. Uh, the Panthers are a team I just can't figure out. I mean, uh, I have no idea if Cam Newton is one of the top five players in football, or if he's just a big athletic quarterback that half the time is terrible. Um, we've got these little shifty skill players all over the place, which. And I don't know if they think they need five slot receivers that no, and, and uh, think they're going to get by that way or what they're doing out there. But to me, DJ Moore, Samuels, and McCaffrey kind of all do similar things, just catch and run type guys. Um, on the defense side of the ball, they're always kind of tough too. And it's another team where I always think, name, name their, their big playmakers. I mean, they always just seem to have like solid linebacking core, um, better corners than you would think, and uh, and get after the quarterback with old man Julius Peppers or some of these other no-names coming off the edge, even when they got to the Super Bowl. It was like people that weren't very highly rated. Um, with all that being said, I'm looking at it. Um, road game, in my world, you're coming off a tough loss that you cost yourself. Grifka, I'm going to go loss again. I think that uh, 
you know, for some reason, Cam Newton's one of those guys too. He did it to us last year where he has the game of his life against the Detroit Lions. So unfortunately, give me a loss. What are you saying? Oh, gosh, man, I thought we would differ on this one. I thought you'd come back with a W, but I, I'm feeling the same way you are. For some odd reason, uh, Detroit doesn't play against Cam Newton very well. I, either they just don't get to him or that's the game. All those other games where he just looks terrible, you know, you can't hit the broad side of the field, you know, when, with a wide receiver standing 10 yards open. And, like, he plays Detroit and he's, like, threading the needle or Detroit leaves somebody like Ed Dixon wide open to have his career game and – I mean, he had, what, like 175 yards receiving last year, and I think he finished with, like, the year with, like, 200. I mean, come on. I mean, right. that's what – Or the classic Cam Newton scramble where we just have no linebacker in the middle of the field, and he runs for 30 yards and then gives us that stupid point he does when he gets up. Oh, it happens every yeah, time. exactly. So, but like you said, though, their defense always seemed to be stout. I mean, they're tough to run against. You know, their defensive line plays that um, – plays that stout uh, defensional gap defense. Their linebackers come up and make plays. And their defense, their cornerbacks, for some odd reason, like you said, they're, they're not like lockdown guys, but they seem to shut down our receivers pretty good. So, um, so once again, this, this is probably going to be another one of those games where Detroit comes off two, you know, road games back home. Maybe they get a little cozy, like, hey, we're back home a little bit, a little, a little rejuvenated. But, you know, Carolina comes in, once again, pretty tough team. And like you said, they have those shifty guys, and Detroit has a little trouble, you know, with those shifty guys sometimes. So, uh, I, I guess we'll, we're going to go the same on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one in the loss column as well. You know, I usually like the Lions at home, but for some odd reason, I just don't think they're they're gonna pull out a, a W with this one. This one goes in the loss column for me as well. Mm, man, it it we didn't talk about this before. Everybody that's listening to us, and uh, man, it just hurts to chalk up those losses. But <clears throat> it's crazy to look at. Like I was just doing the math. I think on my slate, um, you know, coming into Thanksgiving, they're just five and five here. Um, and I have them with uh, yeah, and I have them at six and four. Yeah, with six six left to play. So. Um, you know, that doesn't seem good, but I remember when the schedule came out, everybody was like, man, they got some tough ball games. So it seems like we went chalk for the beginning where we were just kind of, you know, we should win this, should win this, kind of like what most experts would think. And now here we are sitting at Turkey Day going, man, we need this football game and uh, going to need to make a run here down the stretch, which has always kind of been their weak suit where they come to the end of the season and kind of fall apart a little bit. We really need to just pick it up and start putting up some W's in this back half. So. Um, Griffco, before we get into Turkey Day, everybody, um, we said we we're going to do second part of the schedule. What we decided is we're going to come up here to Turkey Day and talk about the Bears game. And then we're going to uh, make this a three-parter. So we're going to come back and we'll finish up the, the end of the schedule, uh, you know, probably coming to you next week. But uh, Griffka, <clears throat> let me tee this one up. November 22nd, 1230. Ford Field, Turkey Day, everybody around the table got all the grub going. It's our favorite uh, pastime. Um, the the Monster of the Midway, they beat us up at their house, are coming into Ford Field. We need this football game. Um, we've played pretty well on Thanksgiving in the last few years, um, but really need to absolutely uh, put a W up. I got to know what you're thinking, and I got to know – What's going to go down in this game? One of the biggest games of the year, no doubt about it. Well, as a kid, it seemed like every year the Lions at home on Thanksgiving, they won. That's in my mind. You know, it's like Thanksgiving's automatic W. You know, I don't care who they're playing. 
They're playing the Steel Curtain or whatever. They're beating those guys. They're playing the Oakland Raiders. They're beating those guys. It doesn't matter. You can bring in the Dallas Cowboys. You can bring in an all-star team. It's Thanksgiving. Detroit's showing up, and they're beating them. And then we went through the Matt Millen days, and, like, everything was like – they were so bad that the NFL had to schedule a superpower against them just just so people would watch, and they would just get waxed. I mean, what was it, eight, nine years in a row they didn't win a turkey day? And then, you know, right. then they're back. They get they get back. You know, hey, you know, they got Caldwell back. They got Schwartz and Caldwell. You know, hey, they're winning again on Turkey Day. Awesome, just like I remember. And then last year when they really needed that game, you, you're right. They played Minnesota pretty tough, but Minnesota just came, just came in and made all the plays when they needed to to win the game. This is one of those games where, like you said, you had them losing in Chicago and I had them winning. But this seems like this would go with Chicago's MO just like last year. I mean, you know, Detroit played really tough in Chicago, and then when they met him again in Detroit, Detroit just laid the hammer to him. You know, that's what I think it's going to do again. But it's Thanksgiving. I mean, you talk about, you know, Monday night games. You talk about Sunday night games. Those national televised games with a raucous crowd, it's Thanksgiving. Even when they were poor, you know, and not doing well, fans would show up and just make the place crazy until, you know, the other team scored, you know, 14 points in the first five minutes, and it was quiet. But um, no way, not this year, man. Same thing, raucous crowd. You know, the, you know, people wearing the pilgrim outfits, the turkeys there, the guy, you know, with the guy in the corner with the skeleton, with the Bears jersey, slamming it up against the wall that they show every game because he's there. They're going to they're going to kill him on Thanksgiving. I'm looking at this game, probably like a 35, 17 game. If that I mean, even if, even if Chicago scores 17, Detroit's coming in, even with both our records where they're at, where we have you at five and five, I'm in at six and four. If they plan on making the playoffs, this has to be a W, and this team knows it. It's a short, it's a short work week. They're used to it. Where Chicago hasn't had that the last couple of years, and I know they're professionals and they handle that. You hear that stuff all the time, but still, they're going to come in. They know they need this game. They're going to come in and just lay the lumber, you know, on Thanksgiving and give everybody, you know, a good a good day into a good night, knowing that they just beat the crap out of Chicago. Yeah, I'm talking like 35-17, you know, 42 to 20 maybe. It's going to be a blowout. You're going to be able to take your nap at halftime, you know, because the game is going to be over by then. (laughs) All right. Well, Grifka, before I give my take, I want to ask one question. I want to have it documented here on the uh, Kool-Aid cast. Have you ever been at a – Thanksgiving Day Lions game and dressed dressed up as a pilgrim. I need to know. <laughs> no, never. I, that's on my bucket list. That's what we should do one year. Just skip. We should skip the home opener and just go to Thanksgiving. Me and you just blow off our families and say, "Yeah, we'll be home. We'll be there. Save save dinner till like seven thirty because that's when we'll get back." You know, but well, well, I wouldn't mind blowing off my family and going to the game. But we're we're talking about the pilgrim outfit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not game for that. And if you ever would have been a pilgrim, we couldn't be friends anymore. No, so I've never done um, that. <laughs> so thank goodness, because I, I was a little shaky. I thought maybe you had donned it once or twice. Like never. <laughs> All right. So with that out of the way, I'm talking about Turkey Day real quick. I think you laid it out well. I think you laid it out nicely, Grifka. And I can say nothing else except I completely second that. We're going to come up and just smack these bums. I'm, I'm talking 40 plus. I'm talking maybe even 50. I want them just to come in and put an absolute, just drop a bomb on Chicago. 
six and four, heading down the back stretch. I don't even need to lay out this game. Stafford's going to be slinging it all over the field. We're going to be able to run the football wherever we want. I'm thinking the Bears got some injuries by this point, and uh, it's just going to be tough sledding, especially just thinking about how they lost in Chicago. So um, I, I'm with you all the way. I, I feel like, remember a few years ago against uh, – the Eagles when we just absolutely just tore them apart from the get go. And it, you, like you said, you almost didn't have to pay attention um, by halftime. That's what I'm thinking in this ball game. And uh, they really need it because on my slate, they're five and five really need a big time victory with a big time score to get them going. So I think this is a, a, a complete shellacking of Chicago. Maybe remind them that they're Chicago um, when they head back home, even though I pumped them up a little bit earlier. So um, b- big time victory. I'm looking at least 21 points. I would love to see. Uh, and it's been so long since the Lions just put a whooping on somebody. So no better time than when the whole world's watching. So go get that victory in my slate six and uh, five. I think you got them at seven and four. Seven and four. Right? Yep. Seven and four. Yep. Finishing up Turkey Day the right way, and uh, like I said, uh, really appreciated Grifco. We had uh, some takes where we've been the same, but we definitely had some um, good kind of differing opinions. And man, it is hard to look at this schedule and kind of you know we just there's such a big question mark with this team, what they're going to look like under Patricia, what the new pieces are going to look like. But it's fun to kind of walk through the schedule here. Uh, part two and we still got a part three to go. So uh, give me kind of your parting thoughts, uh, what you think of, uh, you know, as we walk game by game and um, give me a little preview of, um, you know, what we're looking for in part three and, and man, we just can't wait till this team kicks, kicks it off here in the fall. I mean, based on what we're talking about, where I have them at seven and four and uh, with what, six games, was that five games remaining? Yeah. Five games remaining. I think they're going to need 10 wins and um, to make the playoffs, but uh, we can go over, you know, the next cast. I'll tell you exactly where I think they're feeling, but that's very attainable with what they have left. Uh, To be honest with you, I think they're the toughest part of their schedules out of the way um, with, uh, with, with who they have coming up after Thanksgiving, even though they're there at where they're at. I realize there's a couple of cold weather games in there, but I, I believe I believe what to get to 10 wins, they can do that. So I'm pretty happy with where I have them right now. Um, but once again, like you said, how is this team going to be on the field? And we're not going to know that until, you know, until they start kicking the ball off in, in August in the preseason game. So uh, that's my take on them. Right, man. Uh, like I said, I can't wait for it. It's been fun doing this uh, kind of schedule uh, preview uh, predictions with you. Um, they got a little bit easier way to get to 10 wins with, with your schedule, uh, with mine. They got a little bit of work to do, but, um, you know, this is what I want the Lions to do is kind of have a challenge here towards the back half of the year and and step up and not uh, drop a few games, not coil up against uh, Green Bay. I'd love them to go into Green Bay that final game of the year with a ton on the line and show up and play big and, and snatch, you know, a division title. But like you said, we'll get to that next week. And uh, we're super excited about it. Everybody, uh, we really appreciate everybody out there listening, hitting that subscribe button. Uh, feel free to leave us. Uh, we'd love it if you'd leave us a positive review on uh, iTunes or any of the other platforms you're listening to us. But uh, like you say, we're just kicking this off. Just a bunch of football fans talking Lions football. So Grifka, really appreciate it. Uh, we'll catch you back next time. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you. Back. Start the play. This game is over. It is over.
drink it in, man.